Hey guys, how are you? Great. Yeah? I uh, I have COVID. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh man, I'm sorry to hear that. That really sucks. I, I guess, actually think I just got over it. I, I mean, think. my family has it. I think my kid brought it home. I gotta be honest, like if it weren't for the circumstances, like I wouldn't have tested. I don't feel very sick at all. So so it's like this weird thing where I'm like, I can't fucking do anything. We have this big tour to get ready for. Oh, dude. I can't rehearse, but I can. Like if I had a cold, I would just go. Yeah. It's just, it's the weird stage we're at it with it now. It's like my kid had this thing that he brought home and it got everyone way sicker. But because it wasn't COVID, we're like, oh, well, I guess we can take him everywhere and fucking infect everybody with him. But with COVID, it's like, Oh, I basically don't have anything going on. It's like, no, no, you can't leave your house for like 10 fucking days. It's yep. just really weird. It's nuts, man. No, no, no. We, it's, it's, it's creeping around here too. And I haven't, I keep talking to people and they're like, oh, yeah, I was sick the other day and I lost my voice and I lost my taste. And you're like, you're like, just, just. but kids, man, I've got kids as well. Have you, you both have kids, right? No, just me. Just you. Okay. So they will bring home everything, as you know. Which, uh... So, we've been sick. He just, he just, he's in preschool now. He's about to turn four. Ah, uh, yeah. So he just preschool. We've been sick for three months straight, like <laughs> legitimately, three months yeah. straight. Yeah, he's parenting. <laughs> I'll be there, man. It's fucked. I've never, I've never been sick so much in my life ever, except for maybe oh, when dude. I was a little kid and I didn't remember it. Oh man. Well, I, I hope you feel better soon, though. I hope you get on the men so you can get back. Uh, to uh, jamming. Thanks so much for uh, hanging out on the show. Glad to be here. Yeah, no worries. Uh, well, of course, uh, you you guys were just here. Yeah, I mean, that was what was that? June. Yeah, June? yeah, late June, I think. Yeah, but anyway, that was amazing. That tour was. Fucking incredible. Did you guys have a good time? Too much. We of a good always time. we always have a good time in Australia. It's probably it's probably the most comfortable place to tour, I think. It's a long trip though. That's a thing. You know, here's the thing, man. It's what we talked about this a bunch. It's weird for us because being a West Coast band, yeah. Like we go to Australia like the last time we'd been there was 2016. You know what I mean? Like way too fucking long. Yeah, and for yeah. how many times have we been to Europe in that span of time? Like, like a shitload. It's not a shorter flight, really, because like if we go anywhere other than starting in London, mm. you're you're changing planes in Heathrow, which is a fucking nightmare. And that it's better to be on the plane for an extra three or four hours just sitting there than to get off the plane and fuck around and do all this other stuff. So. I actually find it easier to just like fly to Sydney. It's just like it's it's just like a lot easier for us. It's chill on the plane a bit, but hey, how was Dark Mofo though? Great, incredible, love that yeah. thing. Man, I've always wanted to go to that thing, and I always miss H- it. H- highly worth it. Highly worth it. I would recommend it to anyone for living in uh, in uh, Australasia. 
Yeah, I mean, it was so awesome. I would recommend it to anyone except for it's just so goddamn far, just like incredibly prohibitively far. Oh, it's it's definitely. I mean, we're on the ass end of the world, but that's on like the bottom of that. That's like way way down. But it looks so fucking magical. <laughs> it's like one day, one day I'll do it. But uh, mate, your new album uh, Rat Wars is out on December seven, and I've uh. Her, man, I've heard a lot of stuff this year that's pretty good, but this album has come in and taken the top spot. No oh, shit, thank you. it is my favorite <laughs> fucking album of this year, dudes. You you've just absolutely smashed it out of the park for me. Um, it's a really special record, and I, I connected to it very very strongly. Do you have that feeling about it yourself? Do you feel like you guys have have really made something quite special? Um, uh, we, we definitely think we think we've made the best record we've made, but um, I don't know. How do you want to answer that, one, Jake? Well, I think it's like the criteria for that is hard to gauge because, like, a like we're not the kind of guys that are going to be. We we're not. We don't go into an interview and be like, "Yeah, man, we fucking murdered it." Like it's a goddamn <laughs> piece. Nothing's going to be the same ever again. It's just not our, you know. And I feel like we're we tend to be more guarded too because i think what john said is about as far as we like to go because then you also don't want to you don't want to start setting up expectations for yourself like Mm -hmm. i guess it's enough that i think that we're starting to notice because we've released like a lot of songs ahead of the record that within our fan base it seems to be like really resonating with people in a, in a meaningful way. And I think that that is as much gratification as you could really hope for, because when you start getting in the territory of, do you think we really did something special? If you think that, then if I think that, then that could put me in a mindset where I want to see the record become successful in some sort of commercial way that I have no control over, which can lead to disappointment. So I think we try to temper that a little bit. Also, with all these records, we listen to them so much over and over. And so many times we're pretty numb to it by the end. We're kind of sick of it. This is the least sick I've been of any of them. We've done all these listening parties. I've listened to it so many times and I'm, I feel, feel the least like, is this crap? So that's good. You know, that's saying that something good, I would say. Yeah, that is a good yeah, thing. Yeah. Have you had much feedback from your, um, like your peers and your, uh, dudes in other bands and collaborators? We have, but I don't, I never trust those guys. In, in, not because they're wrong. It's just like, they just know me. They're just, they have a very different relationship and they also work in music. Yeah. So we've been really going by the, like the, obviously, and then we have our super fan reaction, you know, all these qualifiers, but just, you know, and that's what people see on these emotional connections is, is probably the, the, that, that feels the best. Unless we see some like crazy numbers, then obviously that would be good too. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but I was just thinking about that. It's also a tricky thing is it the record doesn't have to be a commercial smash success in order for it to be artistically successful and, hmm. and meaningful, you know, like, so maybe it's going to be like a time will tell kind of thing and it slowly germinates and resonates with people. I don't really know. I, I, but I would agree with John that I feel like this is my favorite record that we've made in terms of 
it feels the most like a cohesive record. It feels mm. the most conceptually contained and aesthetically balanced. And um, and as John said, you know, you listen to it so many times, you get to a point where you're feeling up and your reaction is, oh man, I really think we did something special this time. And then you listen to it finishing going through the mixing and by that pass you're like fuck this is kind of whatever and then tracks start coming out yeah. and people start reacting to them and then you can toggle back to the first thing oh i think we did something good you know so it's it's kind of like a really it's now it's sort of in the court of public opinion to decide but but by the way thank you very much for saying that uh uh you like the the album we oh, appreciate i love it. the <laughs> album i i fucking love it man i've been driving around to it I'm even mowed the lawn to it yesterday. I was mowed doing the garden lawn. and I was like, had it on loop while I was, that was an experience. But, um, apart from, man, I, I just, I just found a really strong emotional connection, connection to it. And I think, I think other people will uh, as well. But the, the funny thing is lyrically, it, it comes across as very, very, very dark, but I mean, obviously there's, you know, you guys online, your Insta and everything sort of fun and, and <laughs> memes and stuff like that. But when you, you listen to it, it's pretty fucking heavy, man. Um, is that is that something intentional? You Because it kind of makes the music a lot darker, if you know what I mean, at this time of morning. You mean the the the, uh, the sort of a contradiction makes it darker? Yeah, or no? yeah it yeah. does. Yeah. Like you see all the fun stuff, you go, oh, shit, that's there. Yeah. And then listen to it and it goes, fuck, that's a lot dark. You know, it's this thing that's um, uh, the internet that does okay. The music's dead serious, and that's always the thing. And we make Absolutely. dark music, but the um, the internet uh, is really working against you to cultivate any sort of mysterious or brooding person, you know, uh, image of any kind. And so we and we want to connect with our fans. So on the internet, we can kind of be really funny or goof around. It's 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 well, really, think, really yeah, you know. And I think the other thing is though too is it, yeah in the past you could you could have this your your joy division your Bauhaus, your whatever you have this sort of unassailable impenetrable aesthetic identity and now that's just not true for anyone and even the people that are into really dark culture and uh entertainment whether or not it's music film video games they're also all looking at all the same funny ass weird shit online. And one thing we noticed too, is it because the other, the other point to make is that there's a big dichotomy in that between like John runs the socials and I write the lyrics mm. and like, I think John's a pretty happy guy. And I think I'm a pretty unhappy guy. So that's the, that, that there's that <laughs> duality too. Um, but as he said, the music it has always been presented deadly serious, and that's how we want the band to be taken. Yeah, but, yeah, we overstep. Uh, well, you know, it's a Harlequin fucking face, right? It's got the happy and the, the, the same fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It but, works. I, but I think I was talking to another interviewer about this. We we hit upon it. It's just like, in a certain way, I think it actually is more truthful to present the duality because that's how. It is to be alive right now. Mm -hmm. Like people, well, I guess what we've noticed is that the fans that like the funny shit posty meme side of the socials, 
they're the same ones that like comment on some shit like I was going to kill myself and then I was listening to your record and it helped me. You know, it's like they're not mutually exclusive of one another. They're the same fan base. And yeah, that's... that we've actually never heard a complaint about that. Like, oh, you guys ruin your image. Or you ruined the, the music with this funny. It's like no one's ever said that before. No, except like maybe the record label, but they got no clue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I love the collaborations on here as well i mean like you, you obviously you got like tyler bait to work with uh before uh sarah taylor um and uh Godflesh. holy shit that like i was like when i saw that i was like like man that's incredible it's like how is it working with uh those dudes just well, it's, it's, we just paid for the sample, you know. Um, but uh, Eric Records is like, hey, you have to put featuring, and that's very common nowadays because oh. they want because the streaming area you want to see it. Uh, but we asked his, his permission directly, and he said, hell yeah. Um, we'd love to work with Godflesh though, for sure. Oh, uh, okay. I, I, so I, it was a I'll sample. Send an email. Okay, sample. Cool. I thought sample. I thought you guys had like, like no, it's just like old school hip hop style, basically. We we built it around killer song sample of of like rats, and then. Yeah, like John said, we ran into him at a festival in in France and asked, you know, if we had his blessing to use a Godflesh sample. And he was like, fuck yeah, but he has this totally contentious relationship with his label. So he was like, fuck him, label. you know. So we would actually love to collaborate with Godflesh on a new track. I think that would be really fun. So good. Be so good. Is there anyone on your bucket list? Guys, that you you know that you really want to work with, we have- we already did it. We we already we hit the we hit we hit Mount Everest. Um, so everything else here is just bonus points. Who's your, who's your Mount Everest? <laughs> I we we Nine Inch Nails. Oh, of course. Yeah, you, of you course. can't beat you 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 can't beat that. Um, so but we obviously there's tons tons of artists we want to work with. They don't have to be you know huge or famous. They're just cool and that we think our sounds would mix. So we we got a, we got a lot of people on our list. That's for sure. You know, I mean, I, I have my own. I really wanted to do something with Iggy Pop and I would love to do something with the cure. Those would be <laughs> those would be pretty big bucket ones for me. New order. Oh man, that'd be so sick. I'd like because I, I love like the guitar stuff that you, you guys incorporate. Like some of it's just amazing. I'd love to hear like Reeves from The Cure. Well he used to be with Bowie with all these wild, crazy fucking guitar shit with your stuff would be pretty incredible to hear. Totally. I mean that's the thing, these the collabs for us are they're pretty fun and they kind of um they don't have the same stress you know like we don't we don't we're not like uh super worried it's like they're just gonna be what they're gonna be and we work with someone we'd like you know you can't really have an agenda when you're doing a collaborative song or to ruin it mm. you know like if we're to go into it and say okay it's nine inch nails like it needs to be this kind of song or whoever it is we're gonna do a banger we're gonna do this kind of it's already there's so much that has to go through translation to make it work and and create an environment creatively for for both parties to be comfortable that you just kind of path of least resistance it until you have something that you're proud of. So there's no there's really no agenda and mm. that makes it more organic. And I think actually doing that so much because the pandemic kept going kept going so much that I, I have COVID right now as we speak um that it sort of trickled into this record and that's part of why i think maybe it does feel 
I think there's a lot of elements to that comprise why it it feels cohesive and digestible and consistent um, as a as a record. But a big part of that, I think, is we were already in that headspace of working and not really coming in. We, we just made a record. We, we knew roughly what we wanted it to sound like, and it was sort of a cathartic, natural experience. I think that additionally on the, for me, lyrically on the other end of that is like my personal life and my mental health were pretty terrible, mm. which is also unfortunately in my case, like good for making a record. Um, so those things I think combined made it fluid in the process, but definitely has a lot to, to do with, um, writing fucking a double album worth of collaborative tracks that puts you in this headspace of just like, all right, well, we're just going to make songs and you just let them happen. That's awesome. And, uh, you're hitting the road with sleep token. Very soon. Very exciting. Sorry. Uh, very exciting. We're very excited. Oh man. It's uh, that it, they're absolutely blowing up at the moment. And I think that's going to be an incredible show. Yeah. This uh, is their year. Uh, and we're, we're really lucky to, to, to get to ride along. Awesome. Do you reckon you Wembley, guys... Wembley Arena, baby? <laughs> so you guys going to collaborate in future? Do you think? I would not want to be too presumptuous. We've never met them. We're just we're lucky to be on the tour. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we don't stink up the joint. You know, what if we get out there and just, just eat it? Yeah, that could be that could happen. You know, so um, you know, but I would oh, we would definitely do it. How about that? We'd love to. I think you know they're they're they can do anything with their sound. We can do anything with ours. So it could be fun. You know, we could much, we could really do anything. You know. That'd be unreal. Well, uh, dudes, thanks for hanging out on the show this morning. And uh, we will have all the links down here to Rat Wars. I fucking love this album. I can't say enough good things about it. Um, dudes, all the best to, towards the year, end of the year and the tour. I hope you feel better too, man. All right, lads. I'm, don't worry about it.